Hi guys, welcome to the podcast. This is No Balls Cricket. My name is Siddhant Pradhan. I'm your club cricketer uh, alongside me uh, today, uh, as is usual, the respected journalist who is now morphed into the editor of uh, No Balls Cricket, Aditya Devat. Welcome to the show. Yeah, man. Thanks for the promotion. Yeah, and uh, we've had a bit of a missing child this week, but he somehow wormed his way back into onto the, the show. Uh, Siddharth Salanki, he's decided to quit all social media and behave like a, a, a really weird, you know, mix of an old person and a hipster. But welcome to the show. He's your junior international, who has also Hello. now I been... Prefer, I prefer hipster, please. Uh, he's, he's also been promoted to technical director for this, uh, for this episode. Uh, episode. And we'll, we're, this uh, post of yours is still in question, just so you have to perform the duties properly. Uh, Brilliant. Uh, before before you go on, I was, I'm going to recommend that social media book. I'll get it to you guys and you'll be off it as well. Go on. Uh, yeah, I don't really want to read that. I don't <laughs> know about it. But anyway, uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, most of the show today is going to be dedicated to the third test between India and England. In case you've been living under a rock and not from India or just flat out don't care and are still for some reason listening to this podcast. Uh, India won the third test by a convincing margin of 201 runs to make it 2-1 in the series going forward. Uh, We'll begin by asking our esteemed colleagues what they thought of both performances. Let's begin. Devrat, we'll go to you first. Um, Well, look, obviously I was excited throughout the match as an India fan, but I think recalling what I said at the last test match where I, I felt like India had just gotten unlucky in that, you know, lost the toss, got the worst of the conditions, etc. Uh, I think you have to just, I kind of sort of have to flip that around here because firstly, the, what Joe Root was thinking, putting us in the bat or in, in, the, uh, or in those conditions. Like, I get, I, get, I, I get where he was coming from, where he's like, okay, this is a fragile batting lineup, let's just put them out there immediately. But it was clearly the wrong call, and that could have been that probably was the decisive moment in the test. And then now India also did get a, the best batting conditions for the most part, and definitely the best bowling conditions. So no, I don't agree with you on the best batting conditions. I thought the best batting conditions were actually well. Yeah, the best. On, to on be fair, okay, yeah, the best batting yeah. conditions yeah, definitely were yesterday. But at that point in time, India were already like you know had already set a target of 520, 521. So it's like, what is the point of having that such good batting conditions when you're so far behind? No, I agree. But I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if you can blame Groot because hindsight, hindsight is twenty twenty. But, you know, on that day, I think I was reading, I was looking at the pitch report before recording this podcast and um, it there was, it's a little bit green, there's, a, there's cloud cover, at least in the morning. We just happened to play well in the beginning. I, I don't see how you can blame him for well, it. I think... People thought it was the wrong call even when he made it. Like, even though you understand the reasons he made it, it was like, okay, no, this is the wrong call. Kohli would have loved... Kohli said himself, we want to bat. And like, unlike in the yeah. first test where he said, no, we would have had to bowl. <laughs> this time I actually believed him. Um, and I, it worked out really well for India. And I think everyone predicted, okay, look, if India can survive survive a new ball burst, which they did, this is going to be... A, this is going to work in India's favor. Which is exactly what happened. He did make the wrong... He made the wrong call. I, I, I'm going to put it out there. I looked, I, I saw the same footage that you guys were watching. And it just seemed ridiculous to want to feel first. I agree, fragile batting lineup and whatnot. But it was ridiculous. It was a stupid call and it didn't make any sense. It was on, on uh, like, we, we're right now trying to determine whether that call was as bad as Bairstow's call for that run in the Edgerton test. Which one was <laughs> worse? We, we still don't know. Yeah, we. Uh, but we have to give it to the toss because it because it led to a loss, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess the toss because they, they did lose the test match, so yeah, they, they lost for sure. Um, India's openers, though. I mean, first of all, first of all, before we move on, I hate to say this as much as as both of you. No, you don't. But uh, because we all know Sid, Sid I, hates to say this the most. Oh, Sid hates to say this. even more than I do, and and especially with the knowledge now that uh, and in case again you just missed it or you heard this podcast a bit late, the news is of course that Mudli Vijay has been dropped from the squad for the next two tests, and Shikhar Dhawan somehow found his way into that test team and made quite an immediate impact. 
So I have, yeah, just, I have to just say, got a message. I, I'm gonna, sorry, sir, I'm, sir, I'm just going to, just let me finish and then I'll hand it over to you. Because I know you hate this as much as I do. <laughs> I have to give this to Swayam. He made a good call for once. <laughs> no, he did not. No, I'll, I'm never going to accept that because first of all, never mind, while you were saying that, Sid, I just got a message from Swayam on our group chat saying, which has been dropped from the test, like the last two tests with the laughing, crying emoji. So I, it just hurts me to say this right now. But Davan played well. I'll give it to him. He left the ball well and he attacked at the right time. So good on him. But Swem was not right because his decision was based on feelings and not any sort of critical just, thinking. It's, so, it's yeah. another one of those hindsight is twenty twenty things. He's yeah, and plus, what's that saying? Um, even a blo- broken clock can be right twice in a day. That sort of thing. Uh, yeah, fair enough. I mean, his reasoning may not have been right, but yeah. uh, somehow the call ended up... No, but SP, you and anyway. I were talking during the, during the match, and we disc- I remember sending you the, the stats from the tour. Shikhar Dhawan, by the way, is the highest aggregating opener from either side in this series. And has the best average, I believe. Yeah, has the best ba- average as well. And he's played fewer innings that's than, cause, than both the English openers. That's because KL Rahul, who's, who's the other opener who's done reasonably well, seems to have a technical flaw. I'm not counting Rahul at Edgerston, by the way, because Rahul played at three there. So, Okay, yeah. fair enough. And uh, I, I'm sorry, but uh, both the English openers have... Well, I mean, they're rubbish. So, <laughs> let's just not go on from there. Um... Okay, so, yeah, they, we got off to a good start in that first innings. Um, I was quite impressed with the way the openers did handle the new ball, particularly early on, because the ball did move around a bit. Yeah, Rahul seems to have learned from, did, the, it, from the first test. It did test. swing on that opening morning. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, okay, so we moved on from there. Pujara got a bit stuck in the first innings. I don't think he really got off to what we would expect. And then there was that... Ridiculous pull shot. I mean, what was he thinking? I think his mind has just been scrambled by Shastri and Kohli. Where it's like, all the conversations about aggression and intent and... That's the thing. Like the, uh, We were talking about this in the second innings where, for quite a while, Kohli and Pujaro were batting on roughly the same strike rate and both were around 40 to 50 until Pujaro slowed down again. But it's like, intent obviously doesn't have to just mean that I'm hitting every ball, right? That it can be... That I have the intent to not lose my wicket, that I have the intent to see off a good spell of bowling, and which is what Pujara yeah, has yeah. traditionally been good at. But it's just like because his slow scoring has come under the scanner, I think he plays shots like the shots, the, the shot he did to get out in the first innings out of like some sort of weird drive to prove that he also belongs in this test team. When he when he belongs in this test team, just by being the batsman he is, not by being some you know like accelerator yeah, or whatever. I. I, I... I genuinely don't understand um, why people are going on about aggression. Especially if anyone follows our cricket, the Reddit, cricket subreddit. And people were actually criticizing his strike rate in a test match. Well, that it does those are not to happen. Those, those, as Michael Holding will say, are not real cricket fans. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of people everywhere else. So like, oh, Pujara scores too slowly. But I don't see it. But look... Is it, I have to say that Pujara in the second innings batted slowly, but you saw Ben Stokes do the exactly, same thing. Exactly, yeah. Stokes seemed completely untroubled in that second innings. I know it was a lost cause by that point, but he still batted really, really well. He didn't look troubled until he finally got a good nut and got out. Yeah, completely. Um, you know, you know the reason I think people um, get on Pujara's back is he's not a pretty batsman. Exactly. He, he always looks like he's he always looks like he's struggling. Well, it doesn't but, have to be a pretty bad uh, Are we, hang on, I understand, are we putting I him under, in the same category as Dean Elgar? Because I like Pujara. Yeah, I don't think he's Dean Elgar bad, <laughs> but he's not the prettiest person to watch. He he always, I think it, it's like attacking batsmen are looked on more favorably. Oh yeah, easily. Because just they're just better to watch, right? They're more exciting to watch. And, and, yeah, and, and but, as cricket has become a more spectator-dominated sport, it's just like, that's what we want to see. That's why we had Rohit Sharma being tried yeah. out at three for quite a while. That was retarded. <laughs> let's not move on. Let's, let's not even go there. Let's not. The, Rohit Sharma is an entire different discussion. Was that a Freudian slip? He said, let's not move on. 
Let's, let's just speak about Freudian slip. I said that, that was a Freudian slip. I meant let's just move on. <laughs> let's just move on. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, and then that first innings also wouldn't have... I mean, we wouldn't have got anywhere. We were struggling a bit from that... that at that point when Pujara played that ridiculous shot to get out. But there was a good partnership for, between Kohli, who's been horribly consistent, and uh, horribly Rahane, consistent. who... Like what? what is horrible that's, about his that's consistency? Even, right, you know, he's horribly consistent. It's it's demoralizing for the opposition, isn't it? <laughs> you have to look at it from both perspectives. Um, and and yeah, Rahane with his, but he was back to his no, not entirely his best. He was a bit scratchy early on, but he grew in confidence and he looked more like the Rahane of old, not the iffy, scratchy, weird one that we've seen in the first two tests, poking at stuff outside the off stump. Yeah, I was really happy to see Rahane hit and get, find some form because I genuinely feel that when it comes to uh, a place like England, he is. I mean, obviously now Kohli is sort of disproving everything about him in English conditions this series. But I, at the beginning of this of this series, I felt like Rahane was the best batsman we had for English conditions, and I'm glad that he's. I mean, he he finally found his confidence and his form, and like honestly, he, the only regret he'll have is uh, turning into Joe Root at the end of his innings and not converting that to a hundred. But it was it was good to see him, you know, get himself in and just get his confidence back. By the way, Eid Mubarak, Adil Rashid. <laughs> I'm sure we could have <laughs> saved that one for later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really can't because of Kohli's dismissal. I have to speak about uh, it. I mean, that was just pure overconfidence, wasn't it? Look, you and I have developed this theory now. We are just giving away wickets to Rashid so that he keeps getting picked. That's the only reason. You know, this is why Moin Ali is not going to get picked even though he's just gotten a double double 100 in, in uh, T20 cricket. T twenty cricket. I'm saying counting county county T twenty county championship. Wow. <laughs> See, I love it when our editor talks crap. No, but I here's the best part. I self-edited immediately. Oh, well done. <laughs> Kudos. You know, claps for you. Anyway. Um, yeah, uh, that shot was ridiculous. He was just oh, completely overconfident. But all in all, they batted well in the first innings. Um, and my personal favorite thing about that was the way Rishabh Pant got off the mark. <laughs> I thought that was genius. I believe he's the first Indian ever to get off the mark with a six in Test cricket. Um, yeah, I saw the list of uh, people that have got off the mark with uh, a six. And there's a lot of Bangladeshi bowlers who clearly <laughs> have never played Test cricket and have just swung the bat in a hole. What was more <laughs> impressive about that list of people, and I was listening to Gorilla Cricket while they were discussing this, but what was more impressive about the... Uh, uh, list of people that have got off the mark hitting a six was the bowlers that they've hit for sixes. You know, there's been people like Erapali Prasanna, Dale Stain, Dan Vittori, Vishen Singh Bedi. I mean, it's ridiculous. It goes on. Was a free was a on the list? Of bowlers being hit for a <laughs> new batsman no, or no, no. of getting off no, the mark? No, 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 he wasn't. no, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. And then there was. One bloke from the mid-1800s and I was just like, that's ridiculous. So, let's not even bother with that. Um, but, yeah, it was a great way to get off the mark and he looked apart for most of it. Um, also, he got under Stuart Broad's skin, which by, which by default makes him uh, one of my favourite cricketers. Oh, wow. Yeah, that little altercation. Uh, Broad ended up getting fined for that, by the way. 15% of his match. Yeah, and it's so weird. Yeah. Like, why are you so so happy about getting a, getting a 20-year-old out on debut? That And what has he done to get under your skin? Because I don't remember... All all I saw Rishabh Pant doing was playing some attacking shots, which, of course, can annoy any bowler. But it's like, you know, Stewie, put your frustration to good use. Stewie? Yeah, I mean, you have to say that Stuart Broad, uh, well, he needs a little bit of, let's say, encouragement with his, um, you know, misgivings in world cricket yeah. over the years. It's, it's, it's his receding hairline that's making him so angry. Broad has a receding hairline? Are you blind? Yeah, he's going bald. Have you not seen? Right. It's like you can see his, like... Scalp, dude. That guy's Why losing hair Why are people so quickly. obsessed with older people getting older, man? I just don't get it. Yeah, leave Brody alone. <laughs> uh, you've, you've changed sides quickly, dude. 
you don't attack a man's hair you can you can say what you want about what he said to pant and getting under his skin and all of that but you don't attack a man's hair that's below was, the that's below the belt bro even if you're going after his scalp anyway uh, uh, moving on the from dad that, jokes for the day i think that's the only dad joke of the day um moving on uh yeah so pant he looked the part didn't he For the first innings, yeah. Yeah, okay. The second innings, he played what two balls, but he looked the part in the first innings. He got substantial batting, and then I mean, he got out the next morning, but he was pretty okay for the first sort of twenty-five. I mean, he looked a hell of a lot better than Dinesh Karthik, that's for sure. He's already topped Dinesh Karthik's series runs tally in that one innings. And he was pretty nifty behind the stumps too, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. What is it? Five catches? Seven in total in the match. Seven in total. Seven in total. Yeah. yeah. So, Five, yeah, in five, in innings, innings. five in the first innings. Five in the first innings, yeah. Which again, by the way, is the same amount that Karthik had managed all series. Yeah, and with only one really... I mean, the drop was pretty tough, but... Yeah. The, the drop was... I mean, he made it tougher than it was because of... I think he was just overcompensating for Bumrah's angle. And I think that's just... Uh, Kumar Sangakara was on commentary then and I think it was good to hear him speak about what Pant should be doing. And it's just like, don't move... So don't make don't have such a big trigger movement that you can't cover for the ball you're supposed to be covering for, um, and it's probably just something he'll learn over time, uh, and and it's a mistake hopefully that he won't repeat. Yeah. Okay. Um, so India's first innings, three hundred and twenty-nine. It was just about. Well, we thought it was par, <laughs> didn't we? I mean, it wasn't much more than I gen- that. And then England was champion. Yeah, I genuinely thought it was above par, actually. I mean, ideally, we, we were talking on the second morning about about wanting 350 or 400. But I remember at the same time saying, I think we've already got enough. Yeah. England, I mean, England in that, that next... I mean, we gave them a nice 45-run head start. Yeah, we... Sp- by bowling absolutely... We, we spotted them a 50-run partnership for, for the opening wicket. Yeah. <laughs> and and those that's the openers. I mean, these guys can't hit a ball to save their lives. Keaton Jennings should be renamed Beaten Jennings because that's all he gets done, gets done doing in innings. Yes, honestly. Uh, and they they were rubbish. And then as soon as I have to say, I, I've been very impressed with Ishan Sharma uh, in that innings because honestly, he's gone from being a really cheap Chinese knockoff of Jawagal Srinath to actually being a decent bowler now. <laughs> Oh, that's a little harsh on Ishant. Listen, uh, after 80 tests and being the slowest to 250 wickets, I think I'm allowed that comment. Well, he has got 250 test wickets, dude. Yeah, but I mean, if, if I mean, it's like Alistair Cook and his batting. If you bat that long, you're obviously going to get those many. But you won't bat. You won't be able to bat that long if you're not good enough in the first place. Agreed. I, but, I think we're being a bit too harsh on Ishant, dude. No, I. I'm in fact, I'm in fact saying that it's, I'm very happy to see that he's, you know, he's living, he's going beyond <laughs> expectations. Very happy. It's such, oh, such a backhanded compliment. That reminds me of, because um, you know how we we're talking about Test Match Special earlier. Mm-hmm. Aggers actually said, called him a one-trick pony. That was a backhanded compliment. That is a compliment. backhanded compliment. Referring yeah, but, to wait, the wait, fact that he wait, only gets wait. left-handers out. One minute. What is he talking about? The guy picked up a fiver in the first test. So, Jonathan, yeah, I knew suck it. Um, yeah, and also that FIFA included uh, Butler and Johnny Besto and Butler. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. Besto and Butler, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I don't think he's he's the one trick. For, I mean, yeah, he's okay. Stock ball is an in-swinger and he can't move it away. But it doesn't matter because he's bowling well. And anytime you can get the openers out cheaply, that's the, if if all your opening bowler is good for is to get both openers out, I'll take that. Like, like he can guarantee me one or two wickets each time he goes out within the first 10 to 20 overs. That's great. Okay, it's time to talk about Hardik Pandya. He's become Michael Holding's favourite punching bag, just like Dinesh Karthik is mine. Look, by the way, um, I, I want to say, I, I don't have a problem with what Holding said about Pandya. Like, I thought it was a fair comment to say at that point in time um, that he's not really justifying his place as either a batsman or a bowler it was something that a lot of people were saying and and it was probably true going into the second uh, going into this test uh, dude Aditya get out of here with your rational <laughs> thinking bro we just want to be <laughs> outraged no but I mean okay look I, I, I don't doubt what Holding had to say 
I think he just he just had a had too much of a go at him. That's what I feel. I was like, yeah, fine, we get the point, but you know. But look, I think like, just. But but that's his job. Also, that's I think all job. Holding was that... trying to say was that Pandya has to be better to be to to be considered a Test match all rounder, which is completely true. He did have to. He, he you know he hasn't had this sort of. Uh, he hasn't had like delivered consistently with either bat or ball. It's just that he right after this co- comments happened, these comments came out. Pandya came uh, came out with a match where he had a five four and a fifty, which is great. We just need to see that more often. I don't think what Holding said was like was at all wrong. And he wasn't even no, being was he wrong. wasn't even being mean about it. It's not like he was being vicious or was, you know overly harsh with his criticism. He's, he even said, "Look, people are calling him the next couple Dave. I don't want to say he's not going to be the next couple Dave. I'm just saying it's a, we're a long way of." He's not that. ready right yeah. He said he wasn't ready right yeah, now. Exactly. But the point was, the, no, no, my point is simple, right? I, I'm not denying Holding was not, I'm, I'm not saying Holding was wrong, right? I'm just saying that I think he went after him repeatedly. I, I agree you can make the comment once, maybe It twice, was one interview, man. But he went, no, no, no. He, and he's been saying it on air for about three test matches. That was the thing. But if that's his opinion, then... That's his opinion, fair enough. paid to... Yeah, no, 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 but if, he, if that's his opinion and he's paid to say it, then what's the problem? If he thinks he's not a test match, I mean, test match player, then let him be. I, I genuinely don't get why people get so angry all the time. Yeah, I mean, look, anyway, you, we, we on this podcast have already declared that uh, Keaton Jennings is not a test match player and James Vince is not a test match player and quite a few others. Hey, I, I, I was one of those who wanted the comeback of James. Just the second coming of James wins. Just so I can get to see that cover drive again. We all said, we all said so, Shikhar Dhawan is not a test, match ba- a test match batsman. And now apparently we have to eat our words on this. So, we can't... I mean, we could still be proven though. right. If one performance doesn't make a man. But anyway. Um, I hope not. Now, now, that, now that they've dropped Vijay, I genuinely hope not. <laughs> to be honest, I'd, I'd love to see Prithvi Shaw. So let Vijay get a like a like two ducks in a row. Anyway, we'll um, get there. W- moving on, back to Pandya. Uh, he's quite brilliant with the ball, wasn't he? Yeah, what a spell! What, uh, that spell was absolute yeah, magic. Was a fabulous yeah. spell. Oh. Five wickets in twenty-nine yeah. balls. And, and, and you know which which this missile impressed me most? It wasn't the ones that he got by nipping the ball around. It was the one of Wokes where he banged it. In oh yeah, I love that. Out. That that was a great bounce. And he, I mean, look. To know that it's one thing to know that a we- that that batsman has the weakness to the, to the short ball, but to be able to execute it, like, we love seeing. Like we've made a legend out of Shishan's ball to Jack Callis, even though Shishan was not a particularly great bowler. It's just that it's just one ball we'll always remember. We love we love seeing Indian fast bowlers do this, and we loved it again in this match. No, it was brilliant, and I mean England were trash in that innings, and they deserved to get bowled out for 160. And from there on, I think the game was pretty much dead, wasn't it? But here's the here's the key question about that innings: catch or no catch? Looked like a catch to me, right? Like I don't see the whole. Yeah, I don't. I don't see the controversy in that. And like the England crowd was booing, uh, booing Rahul for claiming it, Came and Rahul. Root was. I'm surprised Root didn't get didn't get fined for dissent for his reaction. But from that point on, I mean, they were they were they were shambles. Everybody was nicking everything. The the wicket of Wokes getting him caught behind. I mean, it was a really shambolic batting performance. And and you know to top it all off, when India got out to bat, they kind of showed the way forward, didn't they? Because the the game was dead, but they still had to make runs, and it wasn't a matter of time. Time was irrelevant. Just had to go out there and bat. And the longer they batted. I think the more they kind of broke England's spirit. That's why Pujara's innings was so key. Yeah, especially how they started off. I think what we scored in that one session, we scored 120 runs. So, well done, Dhaban and Rahul, for starting off that way. Say, say, uh, say, and say, even Pujara. say just the first three words of that sentence again, Sid. No, no, that's not, <laughs> never happening again. To be honest, I, this isn't fair. Like, Dhaban's an Indian player. Can't, we can't be shitting on him all the time. I hope he does well. If I... fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I want uh, as an Indian, as an Indian, I do want him to do well. But the the uh, I, I so don't as, think that our a... criticism of him was unfounded. Yeah, neither do I. But as a man with a huge ego, I hope I hope he gets uh, two zeros. <laughs> <laughs> so now you have to determine whether your your India India cricket fandom matters more than your <laughs> ego. Good luck with that, man. 
anyway all of day 3 they were they were brilliant they basically ground in england into the dust kohli's 100 was fabulous because it was so bloody minded pujara got runs which i was very happy for him for i don't care how slowly he batted it was they did what was required yeah completely and that was the important thing yeah, and it's just good to see, and, good to come out of a match with yeah. with three, four, and five of our batting order having all gotten runs. And Pandya was just quick fire. Yeah, but I feel like that was almost like it was just a foregone conclusion. Like the first time all series that Pandya has been able to bat the way he likes batting, and nothing in the pitch for the bowlers, and he and you know Rashid out there bowling to him, he, like the fifty was going to happen. Yeah, fair enough. But I, what I what um, I would say about about India's second innings is I feel that uh, like everyone's been talking so much about how good England's bowling attack is in home conditions, and it's true. Like we saw that at Lords. But I get the feeling, on balance, what we saw in that in that second innings is that India's bowling attack is actually better than theirs. Because yes, Anderson keeps creating chances, and you know Stokes and Wokes and uh, Broad bring the intensity, but they get frustrated so easily when things aren't going their way. They don't have the the first time they've had to deal with an attack that is uh, with a batting lineup that isn't being rolled out for sixty or seventy or whatever. It, it's like okay, now we don't know what to do. Whereas India consistent India's bowling attack just consistently shows the patience. So like even when they bowl a bad spell first up, they come back and start bowling better. I just yeah. I, I, I just felt that uh, particularly England's bowling attack, the flatter the conditions. Got the more they struggled because they didn't have the pace that the Indian bowlers yeah. had, and so to change tack and bowl a slightly shorter length, it's going to be far easier for a for, for good batsman then to deal with it. Yeah, than it is with when you're bowling around up and around 140. And it was consistently shown over even in that second innings when we bowled that we were quicker than the English bowlers. And even when Butler and Stokes were making all those runs, the the point the the definitive difference was. That the run rate didn't cross three and yeah. over. It was well below and the, three and, and that's over. Too, Stokes played really slowly. Yeah. But there was no reason for him to play fast. Yeah, right? I mean, he had to save his wicket. So, but... uh, yeah, I don't feel like the run rate should come into But the point is that we didn't give them the point runs, is, yeah. the, the opportunities to score. And to be fair, neither did England's bowlers. Like we said, like Pujara had to play bat slowly. So did Kohli for a good part of his century. At least for the first part of his century until he got to 50. But I, it's just... I feel like that bowling attack doesn't have the same level of patience that they that ours does. Yeah, um, they also I don't. The, the other thing is they don't have the pace. So the flatter the conditions yeah, got, they don't have particularly the pace. towards the yeah, yeah, at the back end of that innings is what I'm specifically trying to uh, target here. In that in the, in that second half of the innings when Pandya was having a bit of a go with them, they kind of wilted. Do you think by that time with just we'd bored them. Like we were out there for so long that they really didn't care. They knew that this test match was uh, beyond their reach, and then it was just easy pickings for Pandya. But I think we've seen it with uh, James Anderson, right? He's this really grumpy character, and he really hates it when things don't go his way. Was it was it this second innings or the first innings where um, he was having a massive argument? Not an argument, but he was pestering. Uh, Erasmus, the umpire. It was the beginning of the, the second ball. It was the second. It was the beginning. It was. It was when the yeah. new. Second innings. It, it had a right more second, about the It ball. was when yeah. the new ball came during the second innings, and yeah. he kept saying like, "No, this isn't the ball we we asked for." And obviously, the umpires aren't going to make that sort of mistake. Yeah, that's classic James Anderson. Yeah. Also, but, I remember talking to SP during the match, and and I I said like, "We've all been waiting for like that one perfect Virat Kohli cover drive to a swinging James Anderson ball." That's what we really want to see. But second on the list of things I want to see is that face that James Anderson made when uh, when Kohli edged it straight through Keaton Jennings' legs. <laughs> and, and that did not... Like, it wasn't a drop catch. It went through him. Yeah, I don't know what Jennings was doing. <laughs> Maybe he was, you know, practicing how not to bat again. You, you know your uh, moniker of beaten Jennings? He was just beaten again. <laughs> I think that applies to his catching as well. But oh, the but look on James awful. Anderson's face when he was just on his haunches with his face when it, with his face buried in his hands and like, I mean, I I kind of like Anderson as a cricketer, but I just felt such a 
primal sense of joy with seeing him do react like that. But let's talk about their catching for a minute. Can we? Seven drop catches. Am I allowed? Seven to? drop catches in this match. The entire series count, just by the way, is fifteen drops by England in three tests. And I think it's eight to India. That's seven or eight. Wow. Seven. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's six. It's, oh yeah, seven. Sorry, because Pant dropped yeah. on as well. Yeah. It's 7 to 15. I mean, that's you're dropping nearly double the amount of catches. I mean, they're also the creating more a, a few more chances than we are. Um, because we, obviously, a lot. I think a lot more of our dismissals have been LBWs uh, rather than edges. But Well, I mean, not in this test. Yeah, not, yeah in yeah. the other two, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, we were better than them. The second innings bowling performance, I think, for me, was what really sort of sparked. Got me really happy because we bowled well up front. I don't know what Pope and Root were doing. Um, yeah, those were, were ridiculous shots. Ah, but they were they were appalling. Root, I think, is just, just beat Boomer kind of feasted on yeah. that. And I think Root is just sort of his mind's just not in the right place right now. Not I, I don't mean in the sense of like uh, I, I mean just I think he's he has he's been struggling with his batting so much in terms of like con- the whole conversion argument and just even after he got that eighty in the first test, he's not crossed fifty in in any of his innings since. Um, and then obviously he was having to deal with just not being able to pull off a win in this test match and like all the frustrations of the last three days or whatever. And he just like he just wasn't ready to bat. <laughs> he wasn't ready, so he's like, okay, I'm getting out. Pretty much, I think he just wasn't ready for any any sustained spell of good bowling, and that's what he got. And Ollie Pops was the perfect example of how not to play a cover drive. <laughs> So, so but, he's the uh, new James Vince. Good catch by, yeah, good catch by Kohli. Yeah, that was a nice catch. Oh yeah, that, that, like that was a good catch. Yeah, nice is an understatement. That was a really bro. good catch. Yeah, yeah, good catch. Especially because yeah. I'm not really uh, sold on Kohli as a slip fielder, so it was good. I, I thought it was good to see him do that. Yeah, yeah. He did shell one later, yeah. on Rashid, but uh, yeah. But I think that one, that, I think that one is more tactical, <laughs> tactical than technical. We're just basically give, saying that anything good happening to Rashid is something that India is just doing deliberately, right? Yeah, Eid Mubarak Rashid. Yeah, okay. So, but Boomra, let's talk a little bit about Boomra. He was good up front, uh, bold with pace, bold with accuracy, and he's got that awkward angle. It seems yeah. to trouble everybody because he's able to move the ball both ways. Yeah, I I remember saying at one point that he reminded me, and I didn't mean this in an, as an insult, but I, I I remember saying at one point that he reminded me of early Ishan Sharma because of the. Uh, the the same stock delivery in terms of mm, the in swinger and not really having an uh, having an out swinger um, similar level of pace as to what Ishant had when he just started but I feel like Bumrah's learned a lot quicker than Ishant did. like Bumrah's learned to pitch it up in four tests whereas Ishant took like sixty yeah and, and the other thing is I think Bumrah's a far more evolved bowler because he's like already got all the white ball skills yeah and. A different beast in Test cricket, and he's more intelligent than Ishant. I, I think that's where he wins he out more thinks, than anything. He's able to work. He, th- he thinks about his bowling a lot more than Ishant did at the earlier stage of his career. Like I think Ishant has gotten there now. Yeah, Bumrah's already there. Yeah, um, but it was heartening to see again. They got walks with the short ball. Some that may be a little bit of a, a weakness that they've exposed. Yeah. that was good bowling. But I think my favorite dismissal out of all of those in that innings was the ball to get bashed. Oh. I thought that was just brilliant. That was unbelievable. That was, it. and like all the build-up, you know, fractured finger. Is he batting? Is he not? Okay, finally he's good enough to bat. He's been waiting so long. First ball to get that. That that was super. Yeah, true. Yeah. I think we we have to mention Bumrah's no ball problem as well. Yeah, there is that. Uh, yeah, this, is, this has to be. We have to mention that the no ball award for this game, no balls cricket award, goes to Jasprit Bumrah. Jasprit Bumrah is going to nice. going to sponsor our show one day, basically. He's <laughs> in the Hall of Fame already. <laughs> uh, all uh, along with Dilru An Pereira, who's the uh, who's the founder. <laughs> he, yeah, he, he's 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 the daddy. He's the daddy. Yeah, I mean, three wickets is like impossible to beat. Anyway. Um, yeah, but it was good. Good from Boomra, good from the bowlers. Other than that little period where uh, 
they decided towards the end of the fort they were they decided that they weren't going to try and get anybody out they're going to try and kill them <laughs> yeah just short ball attack on anderson and sheed for forever <laughs> and, anderson, and broad yeah 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 and eventually they got broad with a good leg ball which pissed but me no, off but, but to be fair this happens with broad all the time the like the 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 attack to him is bowler bouncer than bowler yorker than bowler than bowler good leg delivery he'll get out to one of the three like just bowl those in sequence no, but they did well, and uh, they didn't take long to wrap up. I morning. also, I also love the lip that Kohli was giving to Broad the entire time he was out there. Oh, I thought that whole interaction was fabulous. Did Did you guys catch what they? So said? I couldn't hear exactly what Kohli said. I just heard Broad reply saying, "That's aggressive. That's test cricket." So I'm assuming Kohli was talking about yeah. Broad sledging. Uh, Co- no, Co- 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 yeah, it was Kohli. Co- Co- direct quote said, um, "You know, this is what happens to you when you." Have a chirp at my uh, at my mate, you know. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Where, yeah. Do, wait, that this, interaction. Before was... you go on, sir, I just want to ask what your source was because for the last few episodes, you've been completely wrong on everything. <laughs> well, he, de- <laughs> he basically said he, he definitely didn't this... get this from Google Weather. Let's let's call it that. <laughs> <laughs> I've given up on the weather forecasting. No, I was I got that literally by watching the clip from the match. So. So you're your own source. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've trouble accepting yeah, this that. Is, this let's is move a little on. Iffy. <laughs> uh, hey, he went into freaking hibernation for the entire week. He's just surfaced. Anyway, uh, let's not talk about me being iffy. Um, yeah, but okay. Uh, good performance. Yes. Any areas that we need to improve? I don't think so. I thought that was pretty perfect from us. I don't think there's anything. I mean, I'd more. like to see one of the one of yeah. the openers now actually get a fifty, if not a hundred. But yeah, I mean, Dhawan should have gotten a fifty in that yeah. second innings. I don't know why he decided to charge Rashid. But, we've decided. Yeah. We've decided that... that Rashid is not getting wickets unless we're giving them to him. No, and the other thing is, I don't feel like Mohamed Shami has been bowling well this series. Like, he's had his, like, good bursts of one or two overs, but overall, I've not been impressed. Yeah, I don't think, you're right, I don't think he was, he was okay in the first innings, in the second innings, no. But, and he's like, whenever he's uh, gotten he the new ball, he's wasted well. it, and he's like, you know, he he's also a rhythm bowler and he takes like five overs to get into rhythm and then a fast bowler doesn't bowl more than six, seven overs at his, in a spell anyway. So, like, if you're wasting the first five overs of that spell, then what are you doing? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But I, I think this might be the first time where Kohli probably shouldn't be changing the team anymore. I mean, if... Yeah, there was an, yeah. There should... was an interview um, that, uh, that uh, I think Nasser ascended with uh, Ravi Shastri later. And he was saying the same thing. He asked him the same question. He said, "Well, you haven't changed your team, you know, Kohli, and you have. You uh, haven't kept the same team. Yeah. team for, yeah, they haven't kept the same. They've always had a different team for each. That's much. This might be the first time that uh, they'll actually have to keep the same team, providing everybody's fit, of course, with the sort of slight injury cloud on Ashwin. Yeah, the the Ashwin injury is a little worrying, but we've got eight days since t- till then. Um, so hopefully, whatever it is, is is not too serious." But yeah, you know, especially if Bhuvi's not fit, so there's not even a question of okay, Bhuvi's Bhuvi's fit, so we we bring him back for someone. That pro- if they had to make that call, it probably would be Shami. But that's not a call they have to make anyway. So you expect the eleven to stay the same now, barring injuries. Well, yeah, barring injury, and unless I mean Ashwin's the only real cloud. Yeah. I think everybody else should survive the week. Um, and even if he doesn't survive the week, we have a ready replacement. I think Jareja's yeah. just as good. Yeah, you know, so it's it's a direct swap, and it doesn't seem like we're losing anything. I mean, yeah, we will lose Ashwin and his wiles and ability, but Jadeja is a different bowler and a different challenge. Oh, but, and by the way, I, so I, I, I want to give too much I, I want to give a fair bit of credit, credit to Ashwin for that second inning bowling. Like there were t- he wasn't at his best, but he for him to bowl like that with an injury on a pitch that wasn't really helping him and still look as threatening as he did on occasion was was a pretty good spell. And I also think he got better as yeah, he, he did on. get better as he went. The, yeah. The the injury kind of the, the the muscle kind of improved probably and, and, yeah and it's a it's a, it's a muscle strain it's not a tear so I don't think we have too much to worry about Hopefully. and the week should do him some yeah. good uh, yeah on the flip side of it England um, England have a well, lot there's a of lot questions. wrong with that performance England have a lot of there's questions. a lot of questions there's a questions there's questions over the openers there's questions over Johnny Bairstow's fitness uh, they've come out and said today that Root has come out and said today that Johnny Bairstow 
can may play purely as a batsman in the next test if he can't keep butler will keep which doesn't seem to be much of a problem behind the wickets but in front of it would you take the risk i wouldn't but the only question is then who do you bring in like do we bring in mon ali or not um, you know do we bring james vince back like yeah there have been rumors that james vince is coming back for uh, there was the even a rumor test. that ian bells coming back so i mean i mean but this was this was quite recent and this was by one of the telegraph journalists the ian bell was just I don't know if that Ian, people will see look, this. Ian Bell came out and said he wants to make a return to Test cricket. George Dobell of uh, George <laughs> Dobell of uh, of cricket for loves Ian Bell. Cricket loves Ian Bell, so I think he will always push for it to happen whenever he gets a chance. Um, and Bell has a decent-ish Test record, so it, it's not like it's not completely outlandish to suggest that he can come back. But yeah, no, a quality player. He was a quality player when he was playing for England. I mean, they dropped him. Of yeah. Course, but but yeah it's not completely outlandish and it'd be a better fit than james wins that for sure uh but here's a, this but, is the uh, thing though right like with with i mean mohan ali at least has like a few test centuries to his name even though he has that glaring weakness against the short ball that can be exploited plus i think ashwin mm-hmm. will have him yeah, on doors if he's, if um if ashwin's fit but like mm-hmm. the whole question of like how okay how do you get into the test team you perform in county cricket right now mohan ali and james wins have done that James Vince has con- repeatedly done that, earned his recalls through the weight of county runs, and then not may not look good enough at test level. So, so what do you do with a player like that? But you know, there are some players that do that. Um, you take in their England camp itself, somebody like Mark yeah. Prakash, who at county level was a complete giant, and his test average is twenty seven. So, I mean, you know, there are people that are like that. That when they have to rise to the occasion, they're just not consistent enough against better bowling attacks. Who find the weakness? I think I think James Vince might fall into that category. But so, would you keep denying him a a, a recall based on past Test experience, though? Even though he's back in yes, form, uh, making yes. runs. Yes, 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 definitely because he's been found out. But would you know? Would you not? Yeah, that, okay, he's gone back to county cricket. Maybe he's worked on his weaknesses, and that's why he's back in form. The, the, the the thing is the the thing is for him to get picked in the first place he had to do well in county cricket so him going back to county cricket and not doing uh, and doing well is not a surprise sure you but know? i mean if if we say that someone can only be picked on the basis of the runs they're scoring in whatever format and level they're playing vince is earning yeah. that right he's he's and there's no one else. If there's a, a another viable candidate, I'm sure they would think twice before going back to Vince, but there isn't. And uh, again, he's a good-looking batsman, and people know he's got the qualities. Just there's that stupid, stupid shot on the offside that he plays. But does he get the view of Rohit Sharma? In Test cricket, in Test cricket. But, not but the by the way, Rohit Sharma doesn't get out. Doesn't really get out of stupid drives in Test cricket. He doesn't. He, he gets out of stupid shots in One Day cricket all the time. But in Test cricket, he just gets beaten. No, but it's just. But it's just the idea that here's a batsman who you know is really talented, but he just can't convert it, uh, that talent at yeah. Test level. Oh, yeah, in, I'm guessing in that's that sense, the similarity. Yeah, definitely. And also, uh, Ian Bell. I just realized Ian Bell's got twenty-two Test hundreds. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ian Bell was a, a, was a, a very, very good, good player. player. Very good player. But uh, I mean, his time has come and gone. Maybe that's maybe one reasoning. Anyway, see again. Yeah, he's also done well in the county. Yeah, uh, in yeah. county cricket. In county, season, exactly. So. And, and and he's quality. So let's you know you have to look at that as well. I, I think Bell would be a better natural fit than Vince. Um, I don't know if you want to call back someone at that age. I, if it's just for a couple of test matches, I don't see the difference. Anyway, um, they're openers. Uh, look, they've got a problem in the middle order as well, but with Butler and Stokes both getting runs, that seems to have sorted itself out a bit. Uh, they're two openers. Uh, and assuming Cook goes on paternity leave, they're not going to drop Jennings. Yeah, I find it highly unlikely that they, they're going to go in with an entirely new opening combination. So... I, then, but you know, probably Cook gets replaced by someone like Rory Burns automatically, um, yeah. and it's a question of then. There's, there's nobody else really to, who can who's just going to walk in for Jennings anyway, and uh, and again, they don't want to have an entirely new look opening combination for for a test. Yeah, um, but yeah. Yeah, both sides have a week to prepare, so they'll probably get their house in order. Actually, really, the only thing to wait for now is injury concerns, and we will know more next week. 
um, about what is actually going to happen, how the Southampton pitches and all of that. And I am not looking at the weather report again on this tour. <laughs> just, just so you all know. And yeah, but that's our review. Um, great test match for India. Last thing before we move on to the social media bit. Um, Virat Kohli or Hardik Pandya should have won man of the match. Kohli did get that. It. That should have been that should, should have been won. Pandya's award. Like I know Kohli got two hundred runs in the match, and that that was um, you know pretty vital to the uh, to the winning margin. But that was Pandya's test match. As as Michael Holding would say, an, another case of batsman. <laughs> You know, he got he got a fifty basically. He got a fi- he's got a fifty five wickets, but no, they see the two hundred runs that Kohli has made. It's okay. It's I mean, okay. in all fairness, anyway. by the way, I believe Kohli should have gotten the man of, should have gotten man of the match in the first test anyway. Like Curran got it for one innings. Like Curran got it because they won Curran, the match, exactly. Basically. But that, Kohli Kohli yeah. should have won man of the match there. So it's almost sort of yeah. like give it to him at the end of it. That he, does that even. Uh, does that even things out? No, I don't think so. It's anyway, a bit unfair uh, and fun, yeah. Yeah, 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 fair enough. Um, right, we'll move on to the uh, social media bit of it. Somebody asked Bumble on Twitter what his prediction would have been for the Southampton Test match. And he came up with the most ridiculous solution. Um, his prediction was crazy, completely crazy. He said they'd prepare a green seamer. India would bat first, get bowled out for 35. England would bat second, get bowled out for 50. India would bat in the third inning and make 75. And England would have to chase 62 to win. And they'd win nine wickets down with James Anderson making 53. I mean, the day James Anderson makes 53 in an innings of 63. What? James Anderson scoring 53 in a test match? That's, He's, that's, I mean, he can score 53. He scored 81 before. Whether he can... That was on the... F- that has to be the slowest, most dead pitch. I mean, I swear to God, that looked like the Dead Sea. Even even an earthquake could not have awoken that into life. How would an earthquake awaken a pitch? Cracks. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah... Uh, yeah, so that was Bumble on Twitter. And of course, there was Gorilla Cricket earlier in the week. Uh, and in case you guys haven't heard them, they do fabulous commentary. Um, guy, Gorilla Cricket guys, if you're listening, uh, I think you guys do fabulous radio commentary. I was listening to them pretty much all week. They were fantastic. And their social media responses are genius. <laughs> I was in the gym. I was in the gym listening to them. And they ended up, basically asked me which, you know, what, if any of their listeners were listening from weird places, and I mentioned that I was in the gym, and they first said that, you know, Siddhant sounds like the guy who keeps it, you know, who likes to keep himself in shape. And then when I told them... And we all know that's not true. I was having a late gym session. Um, They basically went into a discussion as to how I would do an early dinner or a late dinner. And basically, my life was being discussed on a cricket broadcast. I thought that was complete genius. So, cheers to you guys. You were fabulous. Uh, but, yeah, if anybody hasn't heard them, please do. I think they're brilliant. Uh, and you guys will probably back me up on this. Yeah, the, the little I caught. I, I watched them doing... Uh, I used them for commentary during the second... In, in, for England's second innings. And they were, uh, they were pretty funny. I love the songs that they have for each player. Um, especially the... The jingles they have, especially with Joss Butler, where they're like they, he doesn't he doesn't know how to spell either of his names right because he has only one S for Joss and two T's for Butler. The, and the one when Jimmy Anderson came on to bowl, if anybody's a Bollywood fan on this, they'll know that Jimmy, 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 Aja, Aja. I thought that was totally brilliant. I thought that was genius. Um, but yeah, I mean, they were great. They have jingles for every player. Uh, they have jingles for um, uh, fours, fours sixes, sixes, wickets, uh, no balls, uh, reviews. And they play drop it like it's hot every time somebody drops a catch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's that's the sort of commentary we need um, 
in India as well. Because I think everyone is... Oh, man, you don't know what you're starting, studies. dude. Don't, don't get, let's not get to Indian commentators. Let's not, please, let's not. No, no, not, I'm, not, I'm not listen, getting to it. I'm listen, just saying if, that if, I, I, I am, and We are going to end this podcast if you get to Sanjay Manzaikar. I'm going to no, end no, it right no. there. No, I'm just saying I enjoy the irreverent style. That's all I was getting to, nothing else. Uh, they are available in India, of course, on TuneIn Radio. They aren't geo-blocked. Like test match special, the douchebags. <laughs> um, but they, you can also just watch them on Facebook. They do Facebook live. Co- they do. They put their comment. They do Facebook. Yeah, live. they put their yeah. commentary on Facebook live during the games, and it, they're fun to watch. And they're on TuneIn Radio, and they're on a website called Crick Tracker, which I've never used in my life. Or the Gorilla Cricket website. Uh, yeah, or the Gorilla Cricket website. Their Twitter page is great. They're uh, superb, and yeah, it's just a great read. So, guys, if you're listening to this, please listen in. Um, but yeah, it's, they're fabulous and yeah, I think, uh, especially when I'm driving and I can't watch the test match, I think they're brilliant uh-huh. to, to listen to and gives you a great idea and the fact that the jingles are just, yeah. My input for the social media roundup. So ba- we're going back to Bumble on this one, but someone, um, some fan watched or, or sorry, listened to a, t- a test match for the first time or probably watched a li- I, and had Bumble on commentary and made the mistake of tweeting at David Lloyd saying, it's an honor to have your Yorkshire drawl in my ear. And David Lloyd, the <laughs> famous Lancastrian, was incensed. Um, and, and just could not take, the, take being called a Yorkshireman. Would you like to see him more being incensed at being called a Yorkshireman? Or would you want to see Bumble singing Sweet Caroline? Of course. Then you have to think. Yeah, you'd take Sweet Caroline any day, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, My my addition to the social media roundup, I know we just, uh, I mean, Sid just shit on Test Match Special, but um, there was, does this count as social media? Because they emailed into Test Match Special, but it went viral. Yeah, it went viral. Well, if it goes viral, it's social media, right? Yeah, okay. So um, this guy sent in an email. his father was basically dying and they went to visit him and they ended up listening to Test Match Special and he was sp- speaking about how his grandfather used to listen to it and his grandfather was blind. Um, he used to listen to it and it's been such an integral part of their childhood and it ended with him going to see his dad for the last time, listening to it, listening to Chris Wokes get a century at Lord's. And then he says it wasn't a coincidence that once England won the test match, uh, his dad passed away. So that was quite quite good to have in a volatile world. A nice, a nice little. Yeah, that was a, that was a heartwarming you, story. You, you, you brought a tear to my eye. You uh, should, if that brought a tear, you should, should definitely listen to it. I've listened to it a few times and. The power I, of cricket, man. Of Speaking of test match special, though, the, the, the one good thing I can say about them doing on social media recently is they, they did this random exhibition match for test match uh, TMS versus Tailenders. And yeah, that, which was funny because Monty Panesar got bowled first ball by some random guy. But by, by, but one, of the, by one of BBC's the... commentators, basically. But uh, First of all, Monty Panesar is the worst Tailender since Chris Martin. <laughs> I don't know how they managed to save that test match in Cardiff with him batting with Jimmy. But they <laughs> did. So we'll give him chops. But then getting bowled by a presenter. Come on, Monty. First ball. First ball, that too. Daddles the duck would have been out there. But yeah, I mean... Uh, Monty Panesa, not a great show. India, good show, 2-1. Kohli said that they'd want to make it 2-1. Uh, they have. They move on to Southampton in a week's time. Uh, looking to win that series and, you know, becoming one of one out of very few sides to ever come back from 2-0 down and win a 5-test series. It's going to be an enthralling next test match, next couple of test matches. And, yeah, that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. 